When we start, I think maybe you lean back a little bit, Josh, so you don't touch your desk. Yeah, Jason, relax. When Just we're the desk when thing. we're recording, okay. I won't do it. God, shut the. F up. Oh my God! You want to come over here and show me how to do it? Get in the car, Josh. Just go down. And All right, welcome back to Old Guys Playing Games. It's been uh, it's us. been a little bit of an. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for <laughs> informing everyone who we are and uh, making sure that you got a word in before anybody else, which we all appreciate. Um, so we are coming back from a little bit of a hiatus. One of the My old fault. guys was imprisoned. No, sorry, he was overseas. Oh, um, yikes! And, uh, I know. He said he prison. was overseas. Oh, I didn't know we, about this. Uh, he would have called me if he was imprisoned. Um, and you know, that's true, Ken. You always um, call the richest friend you have to go. <laughs> you always call the most trusted friend you have, no matter how much money they have. Um, anyway, so uh, we're back after a small hiatus, and obviously it's the it's the vacation season, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, I want to really start with a topic which we know that all of our all of our listeners love, which is Call of Duty, because coming back and getting back into the game, there is a new season of Call of Duty. And for those of you that don't know what that means, they release uh, usually some new content, a couple of new operators, a new challenge, and and some new maps uh, in some of the games, not just all of two, the games. Which is just, frustrating, just two of the games. Just two of the games. So who, who would like to uh, give us an overview no, wait, of the new games? Wait, wait, wait. Yes. You can still earn Battle Pass in Cold War. You're just talking about there's not new content. Yes, I believe he believes Cold War, as he mentioned earlier today, has not been iterated in a while. Correct. But yet we find ourselves more and more playing it more than the other games, which is interesting. But uh, who'd like to talk about the changes that we have witnessed in the new season? We all well, know uh, that Ken is the one that knows the name of it. None of us know the name of it. Last Stand. The Last Stand. It's the final season before oh, it they is? go to the yeah before they go Ooh. to the new Warzone and uh, the new game. Oh, so this is going to last us until October. It's a long so, time. So what, so what is, so we've been playing, there's new stuff in Warzone. I'm not sure if there's any new stuff in Vanguard, but I, Josh there is, there's there a, was. There's a, there's a new, new map, map right? Yeah. New yeah. map. Yeah. It's, huh. it's beheaded. It's called, it's called, I played it. It's yeah. like, oh. it's, it's I, I think like, like a, a jungle? Of the statue of Liberty. No, it's like in New oh, York. All right, we got to play that after this. Ooh, yeah, it's interesting. Good. It's, it's right. interesting. Well, let's talk, let's talk about the, the heroes yeah. versus villains map in Warzone of uh, Call of Duty. So who wants to give an overview of the game? Jason, you want to start us off? Well, you know, I hardly know the rules. It's just that you've got to go, <laughs> you got to get either a bomb or a bomb. Why, why are we Ken? not just defaulting to Ken? He's like hunched over in pain. <laughs> well, he's hunched over in pain to try that he's to not doing it. this. And then I was like when Ken, I, I, yeah, I was like when Ken corrects everybody. I think yeah. that's more fun. It's like the teacher going, "It's okay, cute how all we, you idiots know." As yeah, I explain it. It's cute how he just gives me the look, like, "Oh, that's nice." That's not anywhere close <laughs> to what it is, but it's it, so essentially, cute. you thanks for trying fly in with your squad, and then you get. In the crates, you either get a bomb, which is glowing red, or a bomb diffuser kit, which is glowing blue. But you can also get, in the crates, or as you kill people, you can get the villain or the hero glowing things. Now, when you get those, then you basically have said, I'm a hero or a villain, and then you're going to score points for that respective team. 
Regardless team, of whether you do the bomb or the diffuse? That is what I don't understand. I'm okay. hoping Ken did some research on that. But you go, then there's a bunch of bombs. You go If you go in there with the bomb, then you, you arm it. But you don't just get to run away. Ken always reminds us, no, 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 don't run away. We've got we've to defend this until it actually blows up. That's the gist. Now, I don't know the, the whole deal on how many it takes for you to finally win because we just did one where I swear we blew up five or six and we came in 155th. <laughs> but what we are in second place, I don't get it. I think... <laughs> All right, so I think the 155th is a glitch. I think I think that's a problem yeah, that we're has having to be. right now. But uh, but for the gist of it, that's that's pretty good, Jason. Um, I think the I think what they're trying to establish is a story that uh, is going to end the series, and whether or not the good guys or the bad guys win <clears throat> will be determined by the players. So if mm-hmm. enough players choose the bomb aspect of it then that point, those points go towards the villain side of the story. And if more people diffuse, it'll go towards the hero side of the story. Mm. And when you first go in, or actually before you go in, when you look at the last stand menu item, you'll see a, um, a bar that has uh, villains on one side and heroes on the other. And you can kind of tell which team is winning based on how the players are playing. And currently the villains are definitely in the lead. But um, but you choose how to play while you're in the game. There's two ways to do that. Is one, as Jason explained, the bombs and the diffusing diffuses our hero, bombs are villains, and then there's also these uh, icons, these floating icons that um, Jason alluded to. One of them is a, is the villain side, the other is the hero side, and you you basically get a choice on which one you want. Um, uh, it doesn't really do anything to you that I or for you that I could tell, but. Um, mm. I really like it because the 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 map uh, Caldera, um, which is the island map since we've had for a few seasons now, um, is in a state of destruction based on all these bombs. I mean the 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 peak, which is the highest point of the map, that kind of looked like it was a volcano, but we are a dormant volcano is no longer dormant, and this thing is wreaking havoc, throwing lava bombs across the island as well, which is a a lot of fun to try to avoid. But uh, I like I like it. I like that it's a it's an added or a change to the map, a change to the gameplay, not the normal gameplay that we've always had. It does have resurgence, which means that you die. You don't you don't have to worry about the gulag and, and or waiting for your friends to buy you back in. You can respawn. Um, and and it, it's 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 a really good aspect of the game. So the 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 way you win the 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 actual game is. I think six is the first six bombs or six diffused um, will win the game. And we've gotten really close. We've been second or tied with first uh, at least a few times so far. And it's been fun. Yeah, I think it, I think it's um, I think it is fun. The thing I like about it is it combines a lot of the elements. There is a lot of gunfight. It's not like plunder because you do have concentration points. You do have to play as a team. And we do a really good job of that, especially if we're, all four of us are there and we're, you know, if you just listen to me, then we do. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to point out, I'd like to point out that Ken and I played together, just the two of us. And we got knew second this, place. This and every time on. we play with you, we get 150. Oh, God, we're about this, and Josh. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if it's a glitch or if it's you, but I think if we play with just Josh, we might actually win. <laughs> it is a glitch that you guys came in 
second. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, no, I okay, but but um, it is it is. I think it, it plays on the strengths of us as players, which I like. Um, the the other the other uh, wild card that you throw in the mix is the volcano is erupting, and it yeah. shoots out giant lava rocks, uh, which you know very similar to how Kong threw his big uh, rocks around the island. But the problem is when they land, they actually have a radius of noxious volcanic gas. Which will, uh, like a gas bomb within, uh, you know, regular multiplayer, will take you out if you're not careful. So it's does actually it, a nice little, nice little uh, add-in. Does it tell you where it's going? Yeah, because it has like a little black mark. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yes, it gives you like like they did with uh, Kong and uh, yeah, it shows the zone. Godzilla. Gives you a little bit of warning. The other, the other thing they have in there, and I don't know if anyone saw it, they, they did have a mid-season event. You remember we talked about this. They put in the uh, Terminator characters, the one they did, the T-800 and the T-1000. Um, yeah, and so the skins are sort of cool, um, but they never did an event like they did. You know, those uh, those rabid listeners of ours, remember we talked about this last mm-hmm. time. Um, the <laughs> only cool thing we've seen so far is you can get the T-1000 gun, which is sort of cool. Um, yeah, that super was pretty cool. awesome. Pretty yeah. awesome. But other than that, that, it's pretty much a blah. Except every once in a while hearing the, the, the comments from the characters is sort of cool. Um, it's like Snoop Dogg in, uh, in multiplayer. Sort of cool. You know, That's a I don't, he doesn't key. he doesn't say in like, Arnold, that is a multi-kill. He doesn't say anything like that, but it's still sort of cool. <laughs> well, when he come, when you're in a lobby in Vanguard and and Arnold comes in, it plays the you know the terminator yep. that that's my that's my favorite part of it. so any anything else on uh anything else on the new season anybody wants to chime in on no nah i mean it's you know it's i do we're like the game, for but a new game yeah it's more of the same i i think we are ready i think we are ready for a new game all right we're also i'm curious to see the new you know we're gonna have the new call of duty at some point so we'll see what it works but i think we're hoping we're hoping has anybody besides ken pre-ordered i will but not no. yet Soon I will. I haven't pre-ordered yet. <gasps> you haven't. I haven't, and the reason I haven't Shame is because I I am a bit disdainful against Call of Duty. I have not bought the Battle Pass in the last two seasons. What? I'm getting really bored with it. Um, I I I'm I'm very very concerned. I'm concerned about the new Call of Duty because remember remember how excited we were wow. for Vanguard. Yeah, what can if I, we get Chesser Park? Card? What if we get Chesser Park? Chesser Park. Can, I, can we can I mean, we uh, can we dig in a little bit there? Can we dig in a little bit yeah, there, Ken? Are you are you saying that you're not potentially not going to buy it? Oh, this yeah, is right, breaking so, news. <laughs> no, please, you right, have so to. I as as I can't you guys that know, CFD's game all the time. <laughs> as you, you guys know, I do. I do. Uh, I fall into the peer pressure thing. So I, I will most likely buy the game um, if all of you buy it. Um, it's just one of those things where I'm not so excited about it that I'm about to jump uh, as soon as That's the pre are available. That's okay. That's fair. Yeah, we, I, I think, think, I think hopefully that. we make it fun and they make it fun. I've seen some of the new graphics. It looks pretty good. Well, the one thing I think, unless I'm mistaken, Ken, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we have multiplayer campaign. Uh, cooperative campaign. They have a cooperative um, they're calling it DMZ, which is uh, it's a cooperative open world map that you can go to certain areas and do missions. This is all speculation, by the way, based on very, very little information that's been provided. Got it. Got it. But it sounds like it's an open world map that you can go and do missions throughout, but you're not, it's just not the, the your team. 
there are uh, other players ah. doing something similar. It, it almost sounds like a war zone, but not a combative war zone. Um, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how to. So you, it. so you can't battle the other teams. You just have to go. Uh, from Josh, is out. Josh is out. That it's I like, I, I, why, why, why am I out? Why? How dare you? I'm not just a blunt instrument. Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't think. I think you can. I, I just. I don't understand. You know the, what that details rem- yet? It reminds me of if you've if you've ever seen NBA 2K. They have. It's called. I think they call it the park. And basically, they just have a bunch of courts, but everybody's yeah. on. Everybody's out there, and you you step on a court to get in a game, or you can go like to the Nike store and buy stuff or whatever. Yeah. So I wonder yeah, if it's similar actually, to the, that. I, I like watched my I watched exactly, my son play Jason. that. It was actually kind of cool that you could just yeah, it is stand it's at actually a court really cool. Turn to do a pickup yeah. game, you know. Yeah. And you play with people you don't know, um, or you could pick up with your friends and, right. and play as well, which is kind of cool. That yeah. was neat. Yeah. I like that idea. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to be. And I'm hoping, hoping that uh, our friends are listening and that they know that they've got to win Ken back to the passion that he once had. Yeah, this is this breaking game. news. We needed the, like the sound effect. Can we edit that in? No, no, we need we need melancholy. <laughs> we need like a melancholy sort of you know sad <laughs> solo, a violin solo or something. Yes, yes. Um, all right, so let's move on. Um, one of the things uh, I'm going to you know since I'm running the show today. One of the things we talked about last time I think is really cool and be a fun topic to talk about is the Lego games. Um, mm. I know each one, everybody sort of has the Lego games they like the most. And I, and I really, there's something like when you say Lego games, I think just a smile that comes to everybody's face and how much fun they have. And so yeah. who wants to start, I mean, with their favorite Lego game? I'll I mean, uh-huh. oh, no, got you go. There. Kenneth, Boom. got it, go. Like hot topic. I would think, I think that my favorite one for me and my son to play started off with the Batman Mm-hmm. Um, Lego mm, games, true. Uh, with all the villains that they added and all the different things, I, I think it was so well done. The voices, the comedy, um, the the mechanics of the game itself. I think it was really well done. I, I, I enjoyed that so much, and I have a lot of fond memories of playing that with my son. For for me, it was it was either Star Wars or I think it was Indiana Jones. Those those were both good ones. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're just yeah. like you can just go ahead. Oh, you're uh, you Uh-oh. muted yourself, you're... Josh. Josh, we lost you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, that's my bad. Uh, I I too played with the kids forever. You know, when they were throughout the years when they were younger and trying to collect the little, we call them coins, but they're just those little circular pieces, right? Yeah, you got to get the purple one. That that's the most. And but yeah, those were those games are awesome. Yeah. Jason, did you have a favorite? I, I have to go with Ken. I'm also partial to Batman. Got it. I think mine mine was uh, the Marvel Lego. And the reason for that is my kids played that all the time together, which when you have mm. a boy and a girl separated by two and a half years, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would play it because it was, because it was very open world. Um, it was one that was, I think, much more suitable for that kind of gaming as opposed to like the Batman ones and others, which a little bit more you play together. So I think that was really cool. I really like, and I love the characters in that because it was traditional Marvel uh, characters and you got ones like the fantastic four and others. That was cool. I I think they make those really fun. And I think the whimsical nature of those games have been, uh, have been something that I hope they continue as they move forward. Cause I think people love those games and, you know, I think we need like um, some new, some new uh, 
It's, well, let's just say this. It's amazing how Lego has reinvented and changed the way they do things with all the big kits they do and the expensive kits and the games and everything else. They really have become their own sort of ecosystem, just like the Marvel Universe, right? So I think it's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, the Marvel the Marvel game, I think, was one of the first ones that you could actually be separate from your online. Like if you play couch co-op, which is most of how we played, you could you guys could be on completely opposite sides of the game. You know, yeah. especially if you're once you get to the open world and you're, you're in the Marvel's Avengers one, you're in like New York and one could be on the other side of New York and and still be playing within the same game, which I thought was very, very cool. You know, my that son would cool. be doing playing around with something and I'd be trying to do a mission or something. So it was uh, it was actually really neat how they did that. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll hit some other cool topics, including another movie topic, which will be a surprise for everybody. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to Old Guys Playing Games. We're back and uh, hopefully you had a had a nice break. Let's talk through. Um, well, look, I mean, I've got a couple topics we can go through. Is there anybody who wants they want to put a topic at the top of the list? I'll go ahead at and talk. Point, I, I just oh, yeah, got go back from London. And, uh, and boy, are my arms there. tired. Right, Sorry. right, exactly. From he didn't swimming. say fly. He just said God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We get it. <laughs> but we get it. Guys are not supposed to mess with <laughs> the joke. Um, but while we were there, uh, obviously it was me, my wife, and my son. And we, we try to do things that entertain him as well as us. And uh, we did a couple of things that I think were were really really fun and probably lends itself well to topics here. There's a company called immersive game box. They used to be called electric game box, but they recently changed their name hmm. and uh, they it's, it's a different way of doing VR. Okay. So typical VR from what Jason would explain would be a, a mask you're wearing that has a display that's shining in your face. And then it has motion sensors built in to, to track where you are and what you're doing. This was a, um, this was a room, a four-wall white room with uh, projection and motion tracking. So every character, every person had to wear a, a visor that had those three motion capture balls on it. And that was how it captured your location in the room. And the game would play against three of the four walls. But it, even though it would project four walls, you could only interact with three of the, of the four. And we play, we ended up playing three different games in, in that uh um, in the immersion game, immersive game box. One, the first one we did was a very basic game just to kind of get us, uh, accumulated to how it tracks us. And it was a, it was a basically a Pac-Man game. You, you, you had a little character that looked like Pac-Man and you moved him around to capture coins and avoid ghosts. And then you had to deposit those coins. So, uh, that was fun and trying to get out of each other's way. You know, that was the other thing. Cause only one person went at a time for that game. The second game was based on a, um, uh, aardvark uh, claymation game uh, based on uh, Shaun the Sheep and so ah. they had a bunch of little mini games and one of the games was uh, uh, a trampoline you had to keep all the sheep up in the air using the trampoline and that was a lot of fun and we were we, there. That, at that point there was sounds like exercise Ken I know it was and that was the problem <laughs> initially um <laughs> But, um, but they had a bunch of different mini games, and one of those was the trampoline game. But it was kind of cool to have us both on the board at the same time. Ah, cool. uh, the third one we did w was uh, a, a James Bond ask. It was called uh, um, James Bunny, I believe. The character was a bunny. <laughs> oh. But it was a spy. So part of it was 
uh, moving the character through a maze. And then once you got to a certain door, then you had to choose a game type to get past, like whether it was a laser game or it was a, uh, a puzzle game or something like that. But it took all of us at the same time moving around to manipulate the game field to get past the, uh, the puzzle. So highly recommend if you if you have one in your area to check it out it's a lot of fun hmm. um it's very very well done the stories the the game types and the the motion capture was all really really well done so i highly recommend i can enjoy that kind of motion capture vr type thing more than i can with the the strapped on screens on my face um, because i'm moving and i can see i'm, I'm moving you know and it, it doesn't get me sick at all so I highly recommend so, it if you get a chance. Very hollow, very hollow lens, uh, hollow, like a, like on well, like on, not like on the. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the on this like the enterprise type of hollow. Yeah, but it's it's not holodeck. Holodeck's what I'm thinking. That's what holodeck. Yeah, so it's very holodeck because it knows where you are in the space and it tracks your movements and your characters represented on screen. So it's actually very yeah. cool. So I want um, one of those where I can do the Star Trek episode with with uh, Moriarty, and then I'm good. Agreed. So awesome. Ken, if I'm curious, because I I went to an arcade with with my son for his birthday, How, what was the cost of doing that? Uh, it was it was uh, about twenty twenty okay. or thirty dollars per person. Yeah, but it sounds... was the first game was a half an hour. The last the last two were an hour each. So oh, that's, so that's oh, bad. okay, wow, yeah. That's, so that's yeah. good. Now keep in mind, each each one costs different. So there were three separate sessions; they weren't all within the same room. There were three yeah, different okay. sessions, but it was it was well worth it for us because it was one uh, playing together as a family. Uh, two, my fascination with video games and different ways to immerse yourself in a video game, and uh, and three, it was new technology that I I, I really wish we had. And I think there are some here. I think there's one in Virginia. Um, is that, lack of is it the same as, I mean, I was in Austin a couple weeks ago and there was a place called Sandbox VR. Is that the same concept or are they <clears throat> truly VR? Um, I'll have to look that up. I oh, no, I'm looking at it now. They do. They have like balls on the wrists and balls. Oh, on, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah so similar. this was just a visor that you wore and it had three balls on the visor to, so you had to use your entire body. It wasn't. Using your hands only came into a play when you interact with the screen because you could touch the wall and interact with the wall, which was kind of cool. Um, but uh, there was no motion capture of your hands. It was really just your, your whole body. Very cool. We should, be, we should do one of these sandbox VRs in Tampa, Jason. That's, uh, that's, that's I agree. Idea. Let's work on it. Everybody could come and meet Mr. Metaverse at the sandbox VR. Ooh. Mr. Metaverse. All right. <laughs> So that's good. Any other, so Josh, anything on the one you did with, with your son? No, I mean, I was just curious because the, the one, these were the, tr the VR, like with the headset, like you would, you would jump in, there was a star Wars game and you could like use the lightsaber and stuff, but they were expensive. I think it was like 15 or $20, but it was not 30 minutes. It yeah. was like hmm. five minutes at the most. So I was like, no way. No way. But what it was kind of like I had never seen that in, in person. It was pretty awesome. What actually. are the kind of interaction, though, do they have? Like, did they, they just have, have the helmet and the two handsets or did they have anything else you can interact with? Well, they had um, a I assume it was a military thing because I couldn't see the video. But there were like four stations you would put the Oculus on and then you'd have like a, a weapon. 
Hmm. And I'm assuming you're walking around fighting each other or whatever it is. The Star Wars one, I think it was, I think it was one handset, but that one was actually really cool. The graphics were good. And then they had this one that was some kind of like King Kong thing. And it looked terrible. Like the (laughs) graphics, the graphics were awful. Yeah. Um, But it was the first time I'd seen that like in the wild. And it was, it was pretty cool. But not for, I didn't do it. it. I didn't do it. No, no, no. So they had this. They had a screen up to shows what the other person for the, for the Star Wars one and that King Kong one, yeah, but not mm-hmm. for the not for the military one, or at least I didn't see it. But see that that's that's a good idea to have that extra monitor for the for the people to yeah. to watch. Yeah. Otherwise, it's you know because it's still video gaming is still a community. You know, and yeah. in my opinion, especially when you're in an arcade, you know, you want people to kind of stand around and watch you play, or or you like to stand around and watch other people play, and that's kind of cool. But well, the question is VR, it's very immersive and it's kind of hard to do that unless you have the external monitor. Yeah, no, I agree. And, it, and I think um, well, the one thing would be interesting too, what about when you can take these places and have, you know, could you have VR sports experiences for people to rent yeah. and have that be in the States? There's, be a lot awesome. of, there's a lot of cool stuff we can think of. So it's a great topic. And I think we should uh, do a little more research. And when we travel, if we see these other things, we should look at them. So, so that, that sounds really cool. Ken, and actually the price doesn't seem horrible for the amount of time no. we're talking about. So that, And the fact you were able to do it as a family, uh, that that's pretty cool. So. Uh, excellent. All right. More to come on the VR front in the metaverse. So we'll, 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 um, why don't we move on? Uh, Gamescom was recent and, uh, Jason, I know you were all in, so you want to give us a little bit of what you saw and what gets Jason excited about what you saw that's coming our way Then maybe we'll get Ken excited to play one of these games. I think so. (laughs) There's a lot in here. I'm going to do rapid fire on a bunch of games that I saw the, uh, the trailers for that look, um, Right up our alley. So I'm going to try to focus on games that I think this group will especially like. I'm going to start off with probably the biggest announcement of the week, and you have to see the trailer of this. That It's just a teaser trailer at this point. The Dune, the long-awaited Dune Awakening trailer is amazing looking, and mm. it's going to come out on all the, the platforms. I'll put the, uh, the trailer in the show notes so that you can check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, it's spectacular. So if you're a Dune fan, uh, even if you're not a Dune fan, it looks it looks fascinating. So looking forward to that. There's another one called Atomic Heart that looks amazing. Um, and is that, that, the Russian one? that sounds familiar. Is that the Russian one? Is that the Russian one? <laughs> Do <laughs> sound familiar? That, yes, yeah. that is the Russian one. That, that one does look awesome. I've seen that one. It does look super cool. It's so uh, Xbox, Xbox had a number of really... Their um, recap video is quite long, but I scrubbed through it to find the stuff that I thought would be most interesting. That the if you're a fan, even if you're not a fan of the game, if you're a fan of the graphics of what they've done with uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, you have to see the latest because uh, now they've got hel- these crazy helicopters, old vintage P fifty one Mustangs. Like oh. it looks so darn good, and I imagine Stu in your um, theater, it would be amazing. The other one <clears throat> that captured my, and I'm, you know, me with comic books, I'm not a, um, a huge comic book guy, but I have to admit this, um, what is it called? It's a, it's called Gotham Knights, um, open world action RPG where Batman's successors, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin are taking on the low life thugs of Gotham revealed two major villains. Uh, so Mr. Freeze, Penguin, Court of Owls, Harley Quinn, they're all in this thing. And the trailer actually looks good. I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I could be probably uh, convinced to check that out. And then um, 
the last one that I'm sure Josh will be interested in. And I haven't played mm-hmm. these Uh-oh. games Uh-oh. in a few years. Here we editions. go. What? <laughs> the Madden, Madden 23, right? This oh, have you okay. seen the trailer yeah. for Madden 23? I, no, I haven't. I haven't played Madden Why? in years. Right, so either I, have I. But it, what they've done um, with this with this uh, addition, just super sophisticated physics and uh, movement, and it just looks amazing. So I probably will give this one a shot if it comes into. Um, uh, is that a, that's an EA game? Game Pass? Yeah. It'll be in the EA. Yeah. Oh, Game I Pass. don't know if it's Game Pass, but... It'll be EA Play. But definitely... Do we have that? I'm going to include a bunch we of do, links. right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, what, what, the one last one I was going to mention was um, Callisto, the Callisto Protocol. Hmm. Um, another one watch, worth watching the trailer for. There's just a lot of really great-looking games. Now, the frustrating part about something like Gamescom is you'll see these... And you'll get excited. They're coming up the next month. Some of these games you might never see. Uh, obviously, going to see Madden because uh, that one's closer to release. But these other ones, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping actually come out. Have you guys seen anything that caught your eye? Well, the the Plague Tale, the sequel to the Plague Tale, uh, looks really, really pretty. Um, it's based in France, uh, early. God, I can't remember what time frame. Hmm. I guess during the plague, and uh, but it's it's a two player. Um, I think it's a single player game, but you play as two characters, um, yeah. two siblings. But it's just it's so pretty. It's one of those games where you look at it and you're like, I normally wouldn't pick this up to play it, but I but it's so it's so pretty based on the graphics and the way the gameplay is. It's worth just kind of dabbling about for half an hour or something like that. But um, I think long term, I wouldn't be interested in carrying that through. But I was really impressed with the graphics that they're starting to be able to show with games like Atomic Heart and this this A Plague Tale. Um, it's it's really I'm really, really excited about what's what's to come. Cool. No, it's good. I mean, it's always this time of year when uh, everything hits usually between what November, October, November, December, right for the uh for the holidays. So it'd be fun to see what we get. Um, all right. Anything else from Gamescom 2022? If you see some, as our, our loyal listeners, if you see something we missed, uh, let us know. Let us know on social media, please. Uh, we're all over the place. We're monitoring for anything on our social media. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Any, any, you mean, don't you mean it might get buried in all of the other comments we get? Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if we get mm-hmm. enough comments, maybe we'll have a meetup at some point. Maybe at uh, a <laughs> big conference or big it event. Buried, we won't get buried. We, we don't get a lot of comments. Maybe. See, <laughs> maybe, maybe Damn maybe, it, Ken. Sorry. Ken. Sorry. Maybe Sorry. CES. Maybe CES. We can have a big meetup of our of our listeners. We are going to go to CES. Wait, did we you say C- CVS or CES? Yeah, come on, Ken. You can, you, can stay, you, can, you can stay in my room, Ken. We're going oh, to yay. the cesspool. All right. Um, all right. So, Jason. Jason, they're not going to welcome you in the city. Um, all right. Let's uh, – actually, if you did have a pool at CES, would you call it the cesspool? Anyway, right, let's let it go. let's move it on. All right. So um, one of the things I wanted to bring up, there's a couple things. So, and actually they both go go together um, and, and it goes back to a Stu Rants, And I think it's a good thing is there's been a lot of um, with Warner brothers being sold to discovery. Uh, what oh, we're yeah. starting to see is adults are maybe in charge now. And there's a big push to uh, what we've been talking about for a long time. And, uh, you know, 
I think we've all been talking about that the content on social media has gotten a little bit out. I'm not social media. The content on streaming services has gotten out of hand and seems the quality has been really sort of bad. And I think it's because they were all sort of flush with cash trying to win the viewership numbers and everything else, but they were putting them out some pretty bad content. Now we all know there's some really great content out there. And when we find it and you see how viral it goes and goes when people find it, but they're obviously with what we're finding out is, you know, with Warner brothers being sold to discovery that they were really losing a ton of money and they're starting to cancel a bunch of stuff in order to, I think, reset back to the core of what their, what their uh, brands are, which I think is going to be a good thing for us. One of those things ultimately, that started, yeah. I think ultimately, yeah, I mean, they're canceling a bunch of things that I think they, they just took, they're taking the write-offs on, right. To get to, I think to get the, uh, get their house in order. Um, one of the things that started on Sunday, cause you know, you know, I ranted on the new rings of power, which I think is going to be, horse pucky but the um the new um house of dragons came out last sunday and it was good it was good i think it's uh, i haven't it's, seen it yet so i'm not i'm not going to give spoil. any spoilers away but i'll say that from um you know it for those that don't know and this doesn't give anything away josh it, it happens okay. you know a couple hundred years prior to the game of thrones wait it, it does and oh it revol- you just and ruined it, the whole thing and it and it revolves around the house targaryen um uh, the family of yes, the family of yes, and um, it is uh, it is an interesting. It revolves around a thirteen year old girl, um, and and her father and others. But it is um, it is really interesting in that it's uh, it seems to be done by George R. R. Martin. It seems to be in, inside the vein. First episode was really good at sort of setting up sort of the world we're in and why it's different than the others. So I'm excited about seeing episode two to see where it goes. They're all new characters. So, you know, that's always tough, but I think um, I'll give them a, I'll give them an uh, a minus for the first episode. So I think, wow, that's I'm, saying I'm, something from Stuart. Wow. Seriously, Stuart. Well, Cause he could have screwed it up, well, right? Like, could, what all the fanboys were no, saying. And he no, no, the, so you, what ends so up you're, giving him, you're giving him extra credit for not screwing it up. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, actually I am. And that's, and you know what? I, and Ken, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with, I, you know, teachers, I, I'm so we've all gotten a grade with, you know, effort included. This is effort, right? <laughs> so you came to class, you get a sticker, right? Everybody gets an extra five points. So, I mean, we're going to see where it goes. But, um, you know, it, it, it's it's one of those things, back to the Peterson, like, if you're going to go into the House Targaryen, when you know what their history is, you know about the dragons and all that, don't then, like, take away the dragons or don't take away the story. Like, it's so far, it seems really good. And I, and... All of the characters in it, they're all the different types of characters, seem to have story arcs that go with their characters. That's important. Right? Once a show. Story arcs. Story so arcs. It's important. So so for those of you who haven't seen it, so I I've got uh, I am I am hoping beyond hope that uh, DC Comics gets uh, everyone there gets fired and they start over again, but we'll see. <laughs> hope hope wow. does last, right, Stuart? I'm serious. I think DC Comics, except for Batman right now, which is the only thing that sells for them, is horrible. I know you're looking forward to Black Adam. Actually, I'm, I was never a huge Shazam fan, but I think Black Adam is going to be fine. It is interesting. They, so they good. I, so they delayed. Yeah, no, they'll be fine. They delayed. Big news, right? They delayed uh, Flash and they delayed Shazam. Um, Flash. No, this isn't this isn't their first. Delays. I love Flash they, Gordon. They've, they've been delayed <laughs> two or three times. Already. Oh my god! Jeez. By the way, that movie. Uh, a, that is a great movie, by the way. <laughs> that's up there with big trouble in little china as one of those classic oh, yeah. movies ming um, the merciless ming the merciless dive with my beard i can do that dive anyway <laughs> I, can, I, should, I should dress up like that as halloween that'd be awesome by the way anyway 
All right. So that was it for that. Anybody else uh, on the, anybody want to comment on that? If not, we'll move past it. I just, I, I just had to it. Google. I am looking forward to it though. Yeah. Yeah, me Go too. Watch it. Th- and watch thank it. you for not spoiling it. I just Googled no. horse pucky because I'd never heard that term before. I didn't want to use it. You never heard I assumed, pucky? no, Gosh. I assumed what it was, Shelter. but maybe wow. some, in some, some, in some ways I am. Okay. So, um, all right, topics. I'm going to open it up before we get to the movies. Any other topics anybody wants to talk about? No, no. dead wow. air, dead okay. air. Okay, all right. So um, so let's do movies. I, I was trying to think in honor of both Ken and I coming back from the, uh, the, the islands around Britain. I was not in a British isle. I was in Ireland uh, and not, so, well, I guess I was Northern Ireland, but I don't want to get into that debate. So, um, coming back from the UK, I thought it'd be sort of cool as we think about British movies, what are those movies from the islands around the UK that is uh, most memorable to you and what pops in your head? So I'm going to start with the guy that came back the soonest. Ken, I'm going to start with you. What is your, and it can be more than one, but when you think British movies, what's your, uh, what's, what's at the top of your mind? What popped in your head? I think that I think the first thing that always pops in my head is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, that's wow. good. It's close to mine. That's really good. Josh, 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 you, no, you, go with like you like just reminded me. You just yeah. reminded me of my choice. Thank you. <laughs> it so it's not Lock, Stock. It's not right. Lock, Stock. Right. It's close to. It's close to what? It's probably the sequel. But anyway, <laughs> well, um, not it's, sequels it's one really. Of, but, yeah. it's one of Guy Ritchie's uh, first yeah. films um, that went like global. And uh, it's so it's so well done. And I think what really for myself, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of, of England and, and London the, and the vernacular and and the history and all of that. And so hearing hearing these guys talk who are are these are street thugs, you know, and, and the, the vernacular that they use, it was it, that just made the mm. film for me because it was realistic and it was that's how they really talk. You know, it's none of this uh, this uh, what's the the hoity-toity English films, you know. Those people are there speak. too, Ken. You just, <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they speak perfect English and all that. You know, it's, uh, this is, this is definitely a, a dark and gritty comedy uh, crime film. And uh, it, it's so, so well done. It's one of the first so. films I think I remember seeing Jason Statham. Uh, and oh, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know if it was his first film, probably not, but it was the one, the first one I ever saw. But it's and the one that put Richie on the map, right? Was yeah, that before Reservoir so. Dogs or after? Didn't he do that? Well, he didn't do Red, Reservoir no, that's, Dogs. Oh, he didn't. That's Tarantino. That's Tarantino. That's Tarantino. Oh, my bad. That's right. That's right. Come yeah. on. No, but if, if you go back and like look Tarantino. at the, the Guy Ritchie films, um, you most likely have seen most of them, if not all of them. And if you haven't seen all of them, I highly recommend it because he has a very unique way to tell a story yeah. on screen. And uh, and he, he's really, really, really good at what he does. Cool. I think it's a great choice. Who wants to go next? Josh? I'll probably take Jason's now, but Snatch. Yeah, is, that wasn't. Is, yeah, that's close. Thank you for saying Lockstock, Ken, because I did it's not even have that in my head. Snatch it's, is fantastic. It's yeah. like I, it's this all the stuff you talked about, but to me, the characters I like better in Snatch than I do in Lockstock. Between Bricktop and Brad Pitt's in there, and yep. it, it's it's just there's the, so many great lines and situations in that movie it's just it's amazing it's yeah, so the, well done the gypsies yeah that whole thing is, yeah is great like you have to you can and you could put this like the subtitles on just for brad pitt 
and the, and, the and the gypsies it's like a but it was like a specific option it was like what, what yeah. are they called <laughs> it's like pikeys or they call them pikeys in the in the film but, but it was like it was an option just only for them it was i just yep. it was just so good oh man i gotta rewatch that so <laughs> very cool all right so we see i see a theme here most of these are the 90s kids so uh jason yeah i'm gonna continue the theme and it's the it I, mary poppins is it no is it the <laughs> is it a movie that you are gonna go back to and watch over and over again is it something that you would talk about with the same sort of uh smile and enjoy as you do, just did with those two movies no but it has an it had an impact and it's like forever you know just build up burn into my no but it's similar theme train train spotting that's like oh, oh that's, a, that's a rough McGregor, one that's a rough one re, really rough right drug scene in edinburgh like it's it's really rough but it's it's a phenomenally done movie um probably it could is. never make that movie again um well, but one could. of those like as, as soon as you said the theme today that's exactly what uh, came into my head if you haven't seen it it's one to watch. It's one that will have an impact. And interestingly, on the list of the 25 best British films ever, it's number seven. Oh, wow. Now that I can it, see that. I mean, it's a phenomenon. It's, it's a genre movie. Important actor to watch in that is Johnny Lee Miller as Sick Boy. Hmm. Johnny oh. Lee Miller is one of the most talented actors I have ever seen. He, uh, I, I noticed him again when I started watching. Uh, More than Jean-Claude Van Damme? More than yeah, oh, yeah. blood sports. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna do karate movies at one point. <laughs> so, there's nothing he, better than blood sport. Okay, go. Sorry, okay, go. he played uh, modern day, um, uh, god, detective, British detective, god, what's his name? I'm sorry, my brain is still Sherlock, Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Thank you. He played a modern day Sherlock Holmes in uh, in based in New York on a TV series. Oh, recently. that was that uh, Sherlock. No, what did they call it? No, it, was called, it wasn't uh, called Sherlock. It was called Elementary. 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 Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, but as I was watching that and realizing how what a great actor he is on that show, I started to look into him, and he does a two man show with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, where they play hmm. they do the play of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Ooh. and every night. They trade roles. Oh wow! So they have to rem- they have to memorize their roles, uh, both roles, and they flip flop every night and play each other's role. Oh, that and, sounds awesome! Uh, I saw an interview with with uh, Benedict, and he said he said I I have I still have trouble keeping up with Johnny Lee Miller because he's he's always on it. He's never missed a beat, and he's and even uh, Benedict said he's one of the most fantastic actors I've ever worked with. So he is yeah, great. Pay attention to him. He's really good. Wow. Well, all right. So I guess it's my turn. I have so many to go for. I, I, my genres are all over the place. My brain went to like a Braveheart or a, uh, um, uh, I even thought about things like, you know, uh, hot fuzz, you know, some just funny movies, Dunkirk, those kind of movies. But I think, uh, and one of my favorites of all time, Holy Grail, which I, this is one of the most brilliant, but I'm going to go with From Russia With Love, oh, wow. James Bond. That movie, I, number one, is because anytime that's on in our family, it's on the TV. But I think that is that is the quintessential James Bond to me. It's it's serious enough that it's um, serious. It's got a little bit of funny in it. It's got a little bit of chauvinistic in it, which was what James Bond was in the 60s. It's a quintessential 60s spy movie. 
Um, and it's just one of those ones, like every time I watch, I'm like, that's the one. I mean, you can look at Gold Goldfinger and all the other ones, but that's the one I think that just right before it got a little too corny. So, um, and I love so many of the serious movies like, like uh, you know, Zulu or um, there's so many great British movies in the 50s and 60s. Bridge Over the River Kwai, which yeah, I, I knew that's what you were going to yep. say. I, I love that movie. I, I own it. It's, a, it's one of the great. That's a great no, movie. To say that. But, the, but Lawrence of Arabia is number but, one on that but list. But Jason, Jason, yep. you changed. Uh, Lawrence, I own that too. But another great movie. But you What's changed you my you changed my mind when you said that you could watch it over and over again. When you said you could like that's. That's from Russia with Love. I can watch that every time it's on. My wife will watch it. I'll watch it's it. Great. And since there's it lots is. of memories, that's the one I'll put at the top of the list. Love it. Yeah. I agree. So. And for the listeners that know me, I apologize for not mentioning a James Bond film. Oh, yeah. I am, I am a huge James Bond fan, as Stuart is as well. And uh, I did not mention Agreed. a James Bond film because I could not narrow them down. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. There I, are. I would say they. We should they do rank this as a me, future topic. <laughs> They rank for me all of the ones that were with uh, uh, Sean Sean, O'Connor, Sean Connery, and then none of the ones <laughs> with Roger Moore. None, none, none of the rest. <laughs> nice. uh, you know, I, I think I, I, like I think Craig. A, a good topic instead of the movie would be the just the James Bond that yes. you prefer the most. Yeah, because yeah, I, I would argue, have... I would argue Roger, no, 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 not no, the no, best. Nope, nope, nope. But nope, I would argue. Nope. Shh, shh, shh. Oh wow, we got to fight. We got to fight. We got to fight. <laughs> we'll talk oh. about it. On oh, I see. A, I see. A, I see a Lotus Esprit in our future. Okay. <laughs> well, um, so that was a great topic, and I think it is one where we, you know, we the movie topic. We should maybe start a movie podcast because there's all, or we should turn half of this one into. So I think from uh, I think that's it for today. I think we've had a lot, we've we've hit a lot of things. I think we've got a lot of we've uh, it's fun to host. It's fun to be in charge and for Jason to interrupt me for a change, which was really good. Um, so I think that's going to be a wrap. So for old guys playing games, I'm Stu. I'm Jason. I'm Josh. And I'm Ken. Woo! And we're out of here. <laughs> but the only reason we hit that is because we talked about it in the beginning. That's right. Well, the only reason we got this because Stuart hosted. <laughs>